The Healing the City podcast is a ministry of the Village Church in Tucson, Arizona. If you enjoy the Healing the City podcast and wish to support it financially, you can go to villagersonline.com, click the We Give tab, and follow the instructions. Thank you for listening and enjoy the podcast. Now this is a straight up. <laughs> Welcome to Healing the City. My name is Eric Seepin. I'm pastor at the village and across from me is Jill Summits. And we have known each other for a very long time, but really we're getting reacquainted over the last two years. And you and I were talking about prayer. And a lot of times when I talk to you, you will say things <laughs> like a phone. No. <laughs> and the phone rang. That we can cut and don't have to worry about. Or I might leave it in. Who knows? But anyway, a lot of times when I talk to you, you'll say, well, I went and I talked to God about this. And he said. And so you have this. Conne- I feel like you have a sense of God speaking to you and a sense of this uh, like willingness to go put what you think in front of him and help him kind of ask him to help you work things through or how you should think about something. So where did that come from? Like, how does do you, you have a sense of that in your life when that started, how that happened, why you do it? Maybe that's a, a part of getting older and realizing that you don't, you run out of resources. <laughs> you just, I, I feel more desperate Like, like this isn't going to work on my own. I need help. And and so when you feel that, you really, like, how do you, do you go somewhere and say things out loud or do you say them in your head? Like, how does that happen? Like, um, both. I, th- I think, I think I'm a little ADHD. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think that my biggest problem is forgetting like getting into a situation and then remembering, oh, I think that I should talk to God about this. And and I haven't done that. And so um, it has to happen usually pretty urgently <laughs> or, or not. I think he's just inviting us into conversation all the time. And... So will I respond to that, or do I just do my own thing? That's the that's the the dance. Um, so how do you know that God is inviting you to talk to Him? Like, what are some of the things that you are like? Oh yeah, I need to talk to God. Like, when does that happen? Well, I think that verse, uh, "Pray without ceasing." I've always wondered about that because it's First Thessalonians. Chapter five. Five. Yeah, five. Yeah. Um, we can't pray without ceasing, right? Because I have to do other things. But is there ever a time where I shouldn't be praying? I, what I hear from that verse is the invitation is there for you all the time. So to the extent that I'm thinking about it or aware of it or wanting to bring God into my situation. Um, some days it's pretty zero and some days, um, I get, it goes from zero to complete desperation and then I'm lured back into the, 
calling on him, helping, getting him to help me make sense of whatever it is that I'm going through. Um, it can be anything. Hmm. So how, so like, so the moments that that's really, that's really good. I'm curious then how does he speak? Like, how do you know it's his words? Like, how do you hear? Because you really do. Like, when I hear you saying, God told me this, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much what God told her. I don't ever think, wow, Jill, I'm pretty sure God didn't say that to you. I usually hear, yeah, that's what I would think God would say. So, driving over here a few minutes ago, um, the battle was not, do I come here or not? It was... I don't want to come here, um, so I need to talk to God about that. So what'd you say? Um, well, I didn't have a long time, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> so I have like three or four minutes. Right. Um, but yeah, it was like, okay, Lord, is this something you want me to do? And I felt like like the peace, peace. Um, there wasn't a, no, Jill, I'm cautioning you. I don't think you should be doing this. That wasn't, the, the peace was there. The, God was saying, yep, move on that. But then I said, but I don't want to. And so then the battle isn't between me not knowing what the Lord wants. It's between me not obeying him. So then it was like, okay, then then I'll go do it. Wow. But I got nothing for you. Like, you know, I don't I don't have anything for you. You mean me and the Like podcast? me. Oh. Yeah. Like you don't want to talk to me about praying. Hmm. I, I think you could find a lot more people to talk to about this topic. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, so it's that I guess it's that conversation that, you know, um any place I'm stuck. So you have this habit that you've developed in your life, it sounds like, where even if you haven't been talking about something, when you hit those stuck moments, you have a, a willingness to say, okay, God, what do you want? What do you think? What do you want from me? What should I do? I would love to tell you that I do that all the time, flawlessly, but I, I don't. But I, I think I, I see the opportunities and the situations more and more and more and more and more and more. Um. Yeah. So you were telling me um, a couple of things that, that really got us started talking on this. One mm. is our church does these 20 prayers. Mm -hmm. And so you have an exercise app. Mm. The exercise app is called what? Look it up we'll, here. We'll put a link I to it. I remember in the, uh, it. Okay. So this is an app I got. Uh, we said five years ago, I, I think. I think it was more like ten. Ten years ago? It's a, you're loyal to this app. I am. <laughs> we should get some royalties or something. <laughs> um, well, it it's very, it, it's called Seconds Pro, and it's for... Um, Seconds Pro. Yeah. It, it's really for um, exercise, Tabata, circuit training. They keep adding things to it, and I, I really should go and look at what they have, but... Um, it, what I like about it is it allows you to enter in your little circuits. And so I got this idea maybe five years ago about adding in prairie, prayer things, things I want to pray for. And then you get to um, add how long you want to pray for those things or exercise. 
And uh, do you want them to go randomly? Um, or do you want it to be in a specific order? And do you want the little voice to come on and tell you? Or do you want it to just beep? Or they have all kinds of sounds. And so, yeah. So I just started using it for prayer. And so you'll put these, you put the 20 prayers into it. Yeah, because, you know, this was round three. So there were two failure years of, oh, I really should do that. But I haven't done it yet. Oh, now it's February. I, I should really get my 20 prayers. March. Forget it. Like, so when it came up this year, I, I thought, well, I really want to do that. But I'm going to need a plan because I'm so distractible. Yes. So I just decided to put it on my little app. And so what happens is it, it, what was cool to me about this app, and also I think it's a, a kind of a demonstration of who you are. And <laughs> when I think it's about prayer and I'm like, Jill is a person of prayer, is that you have the app. And that you thought about putting prayers in it. And so this app will actually say, like, you know, Eric. Or it'll say, and then you'll have, like, 30 seconds to pray for me. And then it'll ding to the next subject or right, person. So right. you can, it'll speak to you, the, the prayers. Right, which is really helpful. So I, um, I have a little magnet thing that sticks up in my car for my phone. Okay. So I'll put my phone there. Um, and mostly because I don't want the the EMFs going right into me, but that's another conversation. <laughs> yes, anyway, so I put the uh, I put the little phone there, and then um, when I do these these, I can, so I can click on twenty twenty one twenty prayers, and then it will pop up, and it will every and I tell it how many seconds. So my app is five minutes. Because I want, if I'm going someplace and it's going to take me five minutes to get there, I can pray through all my prayers in five minutes and at least touch on all of them. And I know this sounds very uh, formulaic, but it gets it done. Right. And, and I, I'm leading, this is leading me to something that I, I really think is important that I see in your life. So that I want people the, to see. The need for formulas. <laughs> the need for formulas. This, we've, we've found it. Okay. So the other thing is that you work with a, you work with a lot of young people and have historically, right? I mean, that's... Sure. And uh, one of the things that you figured out was the people who are struggling to spend any time with God. Oh, yeah. And so you developed the seven-minute quiet time. Well, I think that's like a, a thing, well, maybe it is. I knew nothing about it, but I think the navigators has this seven minutes with God. Okay. Wait, here's my seven minute with God. Um, hmm. Well, anyways, you can you can do like a quiet time, and so I would have girls that I would meet with, and they would not know what that looked like, or commonly they'd say, "I don't have enough time to spend with God," and I'll say, "Well, do you have seven minutes?" And that's usually a yes. Um, do you have 10 minutes? Sometimes they have less than five. So we make a nap for five, whatever they have. And, and again, this doesn't, it's, it's like a way, it's like the ball needs to roll down the hill, but you got to give it a push. So you, this is the push and you can do this for a few days and then you're off and running. You don't need this anymore. Right. Yeah. 
So could you break down what's in the seven minute quiet time so people could hear like what that is? So it's so I have it labeled quick quiet time, quick QT, and it's well, one minute to pray, five minutes to read your Bible, copy down your favorite verse for one minute, write something about the verse for two minutes, and then pray about it for two minutes. Right, and there's seven minute quiet time. That's eleven. Eleven. That's a, oh, it's an eleven minute. This quiet is time. The, so the, like the, the 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 deluxe the luxury <laughs> luxury yeah, 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 time yeah. with God. Eleven yeah. minutes. Yeah. Well, here's what. So this is what I want to lead to, and maybe have you talk a little bit about is that it's not the disciplines. I didn't. I've known you for a while. I knew nothing about these things. What I see is the evidences in your life that just kind of naturally flow out of you of having a relationship to get with God. But some of that's because you have these little habits you've built and little disciplines to keep you centered because you're highly distractible, you say. Highly. And so that's given you an awareness of what's happening in the world. Yeah, I think I just, I know that I'm the kind of person, if I if I don't have reminders, you know, like even this... Um, if you say, Jill, sit down and, pr- and you know, spend some time with God, and I only have 11 minutes, I may, I may end up, you know, playing a game on my phone for five of those minutes. I may make a to-do list and work on that for 10 minutes and then have only a minute left. So if I don't use the tools, then it, it's not going to happen for me sometimes. Right. No, I think that... So the other thing that makes me curious as I listen to you and is why do you think God is actually interested in listening to you and talking to you? Because you definitely, I get the sense of like, oh, this person, she, she trusts that God is interested in you. Why, why is that? Like, what is it about your relationship with God that gives you that confidence? I don't know. You know, I I um I had a mother who was very attentive to my physical needs, and I never questioned I never questioned her love for me. So maybe it starts really young. Um, I think when I've listened to the stories of people who had more of a neglected childhood, or they weren't sure about that, and they struggle with. Does God see me? Does he want to talk to me? I think that would be hard. I think that would be a, a challenge. Um, so I think that it starts when you're really young. Um, but I've never questioned, does God want to hear from me? I just figure he made this amazing body that we live in in this amazing world. And why wouldn't he? It just doesn't register that he wouldn't or that he's too busy. Like, I can't imagine him saying, I'm too busy for you. Go, go, go do something else. Yeah, so even when he tells you things that you, you don't want to do. Mm, that like, d- come here. <laughs> like, come here and yeah. talk. On, it doesn't seem to distance you from him. It just, as a struggle, as we're going to decide, are you going to obey him or not? Well, I feel like the invitation is, if I don't want to come here, then let's talk about it. Like, he, he wouldn't say, 
he wouldn't be like the man in Wizard of Oz who says, go away, come back tomorrow. Never. He would always want me to engage. And so if if I don't want to come here, can I can we talk about it? Because I don't know what's driving that. I don't want to come here. Right. Um, but I, I, yeah, I feel like he always wants, he, it's like he's just waiting for me to, to say, oh, you're going to bring me into this situation. Yay. I, I've been waiting. Wow. So maybe to kind of wrap this up, I would ask, is there like any significant moments in your relationship with God where you, you go back to and you're like, yeah, that was a moment when he said he loved me. Like, is that. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be, but it seems like you have a lot of kind of, there's this dance you're in with Jesus, and it seems significant. Um, I don't I don't know that there's a moment. Um, yeah. I mean, I know when I, when I trusted him for the first time when I was 19, um, life looked completely different from the get-go. Can you talk about that a little bit? Like, wait. I liken it to putting on glasses that are a different color. And I, I remember when I trusted Jesus, and for me it was a question of, can, is the Bible reliable or not? Because I'm ready to go if, if it is, but I just don't know. Hmm. So for me it was more in my head. Um, but once I did, it was like, and I, I wouldn't have said this until much later, but Everything I looked at was um, different. Like I remember walking by the TV in the house where I lived and and there was somebody uh, famous on TV singing. And I thought, wow, why they're they're That's not going to make them happy. Why would they be doing those things? Like, you know, Mm. and and I would never have thought that thought before, but just everything looked different. Um, my perspective on everything changed, and I, I guess I felt God was uh, personal and near, and I don't think I always lived like that, though. I think that the conversation, the inv- the invitation has become much more um, real lately, maybe in the last five years, of just the the, uh, the longing for participation from him and his for me Hmm. and my my great um waywardness and distractibility which is which drives me to you know try to figure out okay um how can i what can i use i have these apps what can i use to you know make me i mean this i have this now for now i have this phone with this app okay this is a useful tool. Do I use it every day? No. But it's there, and it's a useful tool, and, you know, yeah. No, I, I like that. Um, just one last question. I hope, I'll i try not to throw you a curveball or anything. Mm. But you just said in there that, like, I'm just curious, like, what internally you said there was a mind change because you were thinking, is, is Scripture reliable? And then all of a sudden you're like, yes, it is. Like, was that just something internally that happened uh, in your mind, or? Um, so you're going back to when I was 19. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So my battle was, if this Bible is real, then I then that's what I want to to embrace. If it's not, then I then I want I don't want to play games. Right. And so, um, so I guess my I was on a quest for apologetics, but I didn't know that. Right. And so I, I had one verse that was sticking in my mind, and it says, uh, knock, and the door will be opened. Um, Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened. And I thought, well, if the Bible's real, and I knock, the door will be opened. And if I seek, then I will find. So, God, if you're real, I'm seeking. And if you don't show yourself, then that verse is not true, and none of it's true, and I can be done. Wow, and God met you. Yes. but I mean, it's, it's a long story, but through people and circumstances and things I heard and classes I took, and I mean, you know, once you start praying that kind of prayer, I mean. Things start happening. Yeah, and you don't necessarily connect them with the prayer, but it, it they happen. Yeah. Wow. Well, well, someday on a podcast, we'll have to get <laughs> your actual story there. Um, Jill, thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to add, or are you good? Um, no, I, I th- it feels like anything I would add would be another pod- podcast, so I think that we, we're good. I, okay. I, just, I just, you know, I think the app, me using this app, um, well, what I noticed when I started using the app for the 20 prayers is that after about two weeks, I could just pray through my 20 prayers because I'd already memorized them. And, no, you know, I pray through each one for 15 seconds. It's very quick. But it's, um, but now I'm noticing that some of them are getting some amendments because, you know, I might have a concept that I'm praying for, but, but God's sort of moving this way. And so um, they're getting amended. Is that okay? No, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I think that's, I, you know, I'm talking to because we kind of had this chat maybe last week or two weeks ago. I don't remember. Yeah, it was two weeks ago. And you, that's what struck me is they were memorized. I thought, oh my goodness. I have not, I've done 20 prayers for a long time. I've never had them all memorized. And that's a really. Well, if you're just scrolling through each one and every 15 seconds, it's, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty fast to yeah. memorize them. Yeah. Um, and it takes five minutes. But now I'm seeing, and the other thing too is I've already started seeing some things happen that I don't understand. And as I'm praying through these, even as fast as I'm praying through them, I'm thinking, oh, that could be connected with this. That's interesting. And how the things I'm praying for, well, that's another thing is that I don't, when people say, will you pray for me on this? I will pray about that topic, but I don't know if I'm supposed to pray for that thing. Like, no, I like it. So that was yes. You're sort of saying that if I say, "Hey, would you pray for me?" I'm thinking about taking this new job. I will pray for you on the issue of career. In yeah, but if they say, "Oh, I have this test tomorrow. Please pray that I do really well on it." Right. I don't know. That's what I'm supposed to pray for. But I mean, but the Lord sort of confirms or doesn't confirm, you know, 
And so I might be led off in a completely different direction, but I will pray for that topic in, in your life. So I'm, I'm, un, I'm uncomfortable when people say, would you pray for this? This result, <laughs> this thing I want. I, I don't know. Yeah, I can't commit to that. But No, I think it's really good. I actually think it's wise. Yeah, so, I, so even with my own prayers that for 2020, I'm thinking, well, here's my, my prayers, but now the Lord's sort of changing some of those. Mm. And, and it's like, yeah, Jill, I do want this, whatever it is you're praying for, worked into your life, but I'm doing it this way. And, and it's like unleashing mm. things that may not look like I thought they were going to look like or even want them to look like. Yes. So here's the thing that I really, I've kind of, when I hear you speak and kind of stirs up in me is that, you know, when you sit and talk to somebody, you learn more about them. And as you talk about different subjects, you begin to get deeper insight into them and to what's happening. What I hear with you is that I know you kind of downplay and say, I don't pray as much as you think I do, but there's enough of a relationship and a conversation happening that God is saying, oh, well, let me, like, I have plans and thoughts and ideas and I'm happy to let you in on them because you're talking to me about it. And I hear that happening as you begin to, like, enter into this interaction with God. Well, yeah, I, th- I feel like a two-year-old and, you know, somebody, you know, yes. so he's taking my hand and going, okay, Jill, good job. Now, <laughs> let's go over here and I hear what you're saying here, but... Have you thought about this? I mean, he's just very, like, he's very gentle with wherever we are, whoever we are, however mature or immature we are. He he just, he just loves us and takes us from there. I think that's cool. Wow. I don't think it's revolutionary, but I mean, it's just, you know, it's what I feel invited into. I think it's revolutionary. In that it's your story, and you say it a way that nobody else does. Well, okay. And God, and that goes in line with what you've been saying. He made you, and you're wonderful, and you have his fingerprint on you. And Yeah, and we all do, and helping each other uncover that is yes. just such a treasure hunt. It's just exciting, yeah. you know, and yeah, I, I, I love that part of teaching of seeing kids that, you know, think they're, you know, but they all have these amazing things that just are waiting to be uncovered yeah yeah that's so cool well thank you for sharing all of this with us sure i really appreciate it well i'd say any time but you know (laughs) but it was a hard time to get here (laughs) but i have to pray about that eric (laughs) okay well thank you so much Um, this has been healing the city with jill thomas and eric Stephen. thank you very much You've been listening to Healing the City podcast with Pastor Eric Siepen. You can follow the podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.